Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Today's program is brought to you. Today's program is brought to you by S. Wallace Edwards and Sons, third generation cure masters producing the country's best dry cured and aged hams, bacon, and sausage. For more information, visit edwardsvaham.com. I'm Laura Stanley, host of Inside School Food. You are listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. Hello and welcome to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast on the Heritage Radio Network. I'm Julie Kerr, a cleaning expert, advice columnist, and author of the New York Times bestselling book, My Boyfriend Barfed in My Handbag, and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha. My weekly column, Ask a Clean Person, appears on deadspin.com. And my guest today is Kate McKean. Hi, Kate. Hi, Jolie. Uh, Kate McKean is a vice president and literary agent at the Howard Moorheim Literary Agency. She represents a wide variety of authors and topics uh, with a specialty in crafting YA novels and blog to book projects. Uh, very near and dear to my own heart, the blog to book <laughs> projects. Uh, she, she added when she crafts, she uses needle, thread, yarn, fabric or words, which I love. Um, and today, because we have sort of a crafty broad here, we are going to be talking about two topics that you might think are not related, but they are kind of related. We're going to start off by talking about moth infestations, uh, moths, moths. Uh, and the reason we're going to do that is because Kate shared with me, um, one of the most incredibly thorough, uh, blog posts about cleaning outside of my own column that I've seen in a long time um, about a friend of hers who is a crafter who suffered a horrible moth infestation. And for those of you who craft or who just are, you know, avid sweater collectors, you know that if you have a lot of yarn or wool or any kinds of uh, fabrics around that are very attractive to moths, that is like doom for you. Um, so Kate's friend, Haley Pearson Cox, uh, who writes at thezenofmaking.com, wrote this incredibly detailed post about how she eliminated a moth infestation. And we're going to talk about, about that. Uh, and then in the second topic, second segment... I'm stumbling all over my words today, Kate. Come on, Jolie. Uh, Get it together, (laughs) Jules. Um, In the second segment, we are going to talk about the dreaded glitter. Glitter. The of craft. The enemy of clean people the world round. Uh, So we're going to share some glitter horror stories. We're going to share a reader question about glitter. We're generally going to commiserate about glitter. And moths. And moths. (laughs) Uh, so let's start out with the moths. Moth. Um, and I have to tell you, this is a, this is like a kind of funny thing about me. I'm not really bug phobic. Right. Uh, I'm not really fond of. I mean, I mean yeah, they're everywhere. What are we going to do? Yeah, but I, we live in New York, and I, yeah. you know, I'm just kind of like, yeah, they are. They're a part of life, right? right. I don't like get super bent out of shape about them. Um, but wh- wh- whenever I write about any kind of bugs, I scratch. 
incessantly. Oh, it's a mental thing. It's You're a mental thing. Obviously covered with bugs right now. Yes. Because we're just going to talk about moths. Yes. Yeah. So I'm going to be scratching myself, <laughs> like, to shreds throughout the first segment. I hope not. I'll um, smack your hand. Yeah. So if you hear some weird scratching noise, that's what it is. It's just me having some kind of, like, psychosomatic freak out over the top. If you hear, like, on the microphone, it's like moths. <laughs> So, um, and I, and I was particularly reminded of that weird little quirk of mine, um, when we were talking and preparing for the moth segment, (laughs) because there's another weird little phenomenon that happens in, in my life where I will get kind of a cluster of very similar questions all at once or all in sort of a short period of time. And, and, you know, I mean, you would expect like in the summer that you get a lot of like my feet smell or whatever, but these are like puffy coat in the winter. Right. But these are actually like much more specific. Um, and I, and I like shared some instances like gas on on my, in my columns, like people getting like gasoline spills on their clothing. Like that's a weird (laughs) thing. And then then that there are like two of them in a, in a month is like a weird thing. Um, so, and, and moths aren't, I don't think they, they fall into the category of being so outre um, that getting a cluster of questions. But I have recently gotten a bunch of questions about moths, and they're from people I know. Oh, really? Yes, they're from people I know. So one of them was actually my book editor. Oh. So <laughs> Kate, Kate is a like, literary oh. agent, um, and she uh, has has known me for a, a long time and has known me since I've been writing, since before I wrote my book. Um, and so I know that she will be tickled pink to know that one of the questions <laughs> came from my book editor. Not because, I have to say, before she kills me, uh, she did not have the invitation. She was asking for a friend. Right. And it wasn't a mythological friend. I actually saw like the emails from the quote friend. unquote a friend. Yeah. Um, so when, so she emailed, she's like, my friend has got these bugs that are, that are like living in a plant that he refuses to get rid of. So first of all, I was like, are they aphids then? I was like, I don't think those are moths. Right. They're I don't, aphids yeah. or something. So, so, so I gave her a few, a few tips and tricks um, that I'll get to in a second. And then I also was like, and all, Allison, there's a whole moth section in the book. <laughs> <laughs> Remember and that then, book that you had in it? What doesn't the book cover? I know. Well, that's true. Actually, it didn't cover a lot. I had to cut a lot of stuff out, Kate. Well, that's true. I mean, that's just the vagaries of publishing. Right. You can't have all the pages. Yeah. It had to be certain word count. And you have to and save something for, for subsequent yeah, book number, books. Book number two, exactly. <laughs> um, which I mentally refer to in my mind as baby number two. Um, right. It is birthing I, a baby. It is totally, totally birthing totally. a baby. Uh, except it takes much longer. And you have no control over it. I mean, I guess you don't have any other control. I don't think, but yeah. like... Yeah. yeah. So book writing, oof. right? Oof. Uh, anyway, so years later, you're, if you want to write a book, kid, kids, yeah. Years later, your editor will email you and forget everything that you've written in that. I'm book. surprised <laughs> she doesn't email you like every day. She's really no, she doesn't like to take advantage, and I'm always like, please take advantage. I right. love it when my friends take advantage. Um, and in fact, and then the other the other moth question I got was from a coworker of mine who I won't name because she'd kill me too. Uh, <laughs> but she really did have the moth invitation. It wasn't for mm-hmm. a friend, but she was very funny. She was like, for some reason, these particular moths only like the most expensive cashmere items that I own. Like they'll only go in for the really good stuff, which I thought was very funny. So with that, I'm going to give some of my, uh, tips for moth infestations. Um, and then I'm going to give some of Haley's that I copied out. And then also in, um, we'll do a companion deadspin post, for this Correct. podcast, and I will include the link for people out there who are suffering under the yoke of a moth infestation. Right. And it's a very supportive post. Like Haley really talks about like the shame of it. Like you were just saying yeah. with your friend, like she was you don't want to name her because it's seemingly shameful. It's kind of like bed books. Like yeah. no one wants to talk about it. No one wants to talk about it. And you shouldn't feel ashamed. Yeah, you shouldn't yeah. feel ashamed if it happens. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah, it's gonna happen. It's it's there you you did nothing wrong. Yeah. You didn't 
They live in our world. Yeah. You didn't do anything to deserve this. Exactly. So, yeah. So, that's like, you're, you're okay. So, some of, some of the tips and tricks... Actually, I'm going to tell you what not to do first. Right. Don't throw everything away. Don't... Well, yeah. <laughs> don't do that. I guess you can. No, don't but. do that. No. Because I'm not, I'm not Marie Kondo. I'm not telling you to throw everything away. Um... <laughs> She might be like, yes, by all means, this is a perfect time. Do, do to, these moths bring you joy? Do these moths bring Do they spark joy? <laughs> um, so actually, the thing not to use uh, is mothballs. Don't oh, use right. mothballs. Um, not, and I mean, first and foremost, because they just stink. Mm-hmm. And, they, and you, everything is going to smell like your grandma's attic, and no one wants to smell like your grandma's attic, and blah, blah, blah. But actually, the bigger reason is that they're really toxic. Right. They're super, super bad for you. And listen, like, I, I love bleach. It's not like I'm like opposed to toxic substances mm-hmm. um but they're bad for pets too right but yeah they're just they're just very very bad bad and they stink and blah, blah, blah. so just avoid the mothballs that's what's not, not what not to do the cedar stuff does work those cedar blocks that you can get mm-hmm. that you hang in your closet um from you know the container store the, right. the the balls that you can put into um you know storage bin those definitely work um i noticed in haley's push she recommended the hormone traps oh yeah um those work as well so those are things that i tell people to look into you can buy those on amazon if you just google moth hormone trap or even just moth trap yeah and they work by like attracting the male so they can't mate with the female i think that's because how it's because i was reading about those too and i was like oh that's kind of awesome yeah yeah <laughs> kill them all yeah <laughs> <laughs> the moths i mean the moths <laughs> I know you have to be nice. I, I write from a primarily male audience. That's you got to be nice to the Jews. Not all moths. Yeah, not all moths. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry, guys. That's okay. No, no, no. We, we love we love bad bad puns. Well, you know, you've been reading myself long enough. Yes. So. Um, so that's what I tell people. The other thing I tell people is that moths, um, and actually many insects, hate the smell of bay leaves. Oh, bay and leaves. most of us, yeah, and most of us have a little jar of bay leaves around in our pantries that we're not. I mean, I can't, God, you guys, okay. My bay right. leaves must be so old. 15 years old. So, you know, it's not a huge hardship to grab a few few of those bay leaves out of your pantry that you're not really using anyway. And they're way cheaper. And Yeah. Like, to go um, buy cheap ones. And, you know, store. just put them in a little satchel and stick them around. Um, so th- those are kind of like the... Like the kill, keep, keep moths at bay type things. Um, but Haley... Um, said something that I, I tell people, but she really went into greater detail. So I'm actually going to just read um, exactly what she wrote about um, containing the problem. Um, so she wrote, when you spot a moth or moth damage, the first thing you should do is contain the problem. Close off the room, then carefully check the fiber, textiles, furniture, rugs, clothing therein. Take note of any location or item that shows signs of moths, moth eggs, larvae, or casings. Um, and she included a link so you know what those things look like. But, I mean, I think most people know what, like, larva yeah. looks like, right? It's like, Caterpillar. Yeah. Um, and then she recommends temporarily sealing the infested items in a Ziploc bag or plastic box with a sealed lid for cleaning or disposal. Um, so I think that's a really important thing is just the vigilance of checking for the eggs. That's really where the root of the problem is going to yeah. come in. The moths don't eat things. It's the larvae that eat things. Right. right. So um, so I thought that that was very helpful advice. Um, the other thing is when it comes to clothes in particular, Haley suggested either freezing or laundering items um, and also reminds us to check things like shoes, bags, winter coats, etc. that you may not be like that may not be in the rotation. But remember that the moth 
doesn't know that it's not in your rotation and can just be hanging out in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she also really recommends um, heavy-duty vacuuming using mm-hmm. the hose attachment. And you always want to use a hose attachment when you're talking about dealing with eggs or larvae because if those things get stuck in the brush attachment bristles, yeah, yeah Kate's making a nasty face. Uh, they're just going to live there, um, which also leads to the next point about using the vacuum cleaner is that once you've very, very thoroughly done your vacuuming, you have to clean that vacuum out because otherwise... They'll just live in the bag. They'll just live in the vacuum and then your vacuum will hatch. Ugh. Uh, and I know. Be, as I uh, said, as that, as that word was coming out of my mouth, I was like, uh, vacuum hatching is one of the grosser things I've said. And that is saying a lot for me because seriously. I say some pretty gross things in my line of work. Um, yeah. So And moths don't seem overly gross. They're little, like, ugly butterflies. They are <laughs> ugly butterflies. They are. I mean, they're not... I don't know. Moths don't... Moths don't bu- bug me out. Right. <laughs> Sorry. They're innocuous. Um, yeah. They're fairly innocuous. But also, like, I I don't want them in my home because I don't want them eating my clothes. Right. Um, and also, I don't really love winged things flying around my home generally. Because mm. it just... Yeah, it's not super great. They're not. They're not the best thing ever. Um, At least they don't bite us. No, they don't. Saving grace. uh, Yeah, and I will say, like, as someone who's super prone to like mosquito bites Mm -hmm. and blah blah blah, I I I appreciate that the moths don't bite me. Right. I'd rather maybe have them bite my clothes. Yeah, maybe not. I can't decide. I'm gonna think on that one. Yeah, it depends on how nice. If they're gonna eat all my cashmere sweaters and merino wool yarn that I've spent a lot of money on, I will be equally as angry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Let, yeah. Let's 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 just take an anti-bug stance. How about that? <laughs> yes. Um, so those so those are kind of um, I think that the overview. Um, and the big thing to take away really is to check for the eggs. If you've got a moth problem, get those pheromone traps. They're not, and they're also not very expensive. I mm-hmm. mean, they're I think you know you can get a pack of a couple of them for five or ten bucks. Yeah. They're not. This is not a huge expense um, that you're putting out, and and really avoid the mothballs. Um, which is just stinky and and also super bad for you. So Mm -hmm. yeah, gross. So, and and you probably have to check again in a couple of months, you know, like look in all the corners. Yeah. You got to keep an eye on things, Mm -hmm. um, and, and read you the, you know, the vacuuming, uh, Haley used white vinegar for a lot of her hard surface cleanup, which, you know, all, all hail white vinegar. Seriously. Um, love that stuff. So this is a great time for us to take a little bit of a break and then we will come back in our next segment and we're going to have a lot to say about glitter. glitter. The scourge of clean people. I'm Jolie Care, and I'm here with Kate McKean today. You're listening to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. And today's break song, the beautiful Odetta Hartman, Shadow Puppets. Be right back. Take a sip from your chalice just The following program was brought to you by S. Wallace Edwards and Sons. Edwards Suriano hams are aged to perfection for no less than 400 days and hickory smoked to achieve a deep mahogany color. 
The Edwards name is well known for its world-class aged and cured meats. Their exclusive curing and aging recipe produces a unique flavor profile that enhances the quality characteristics of Berkshire pork. Optimum amounts of pure white fat marbling contribute to a flavor that's a delicate, perfect balance between sweet and salty. For more information, visit edwardsvaham.com. Hey guys, welcome. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome back to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. I'm Jolie Kerr, and my guest today is Kate McKean. Uh, and since we are already on the topic tangentially of crafting messes, uh, we are going to shift and now talk about our glitter horror stories. Kate has a terrible glitter horror story um, that I think actually, you know what, I'm going to have you, I'm going to have you tell that story and then I'm going to have you read and we'll commiserate. And then I'm going to have you read our reader question and we'll talk about what to do about glitter. Oh, man, you guys. So <laughs> <laughs> um, when I was in college, my roommate started a prank war on my best friend. My best friend thought I started the prank war. So she, in retribution, my roommate let her into our house, full on knowing that she started the prank war. And my best friend um, took the tires off of my car because we had the same car and she had this, the right jack and all that stuff. Rolled the that is like that's some that's oh, dedication. She, I have to say, she <laughs> would have put all of the the car completely on blocks, but she didn't have like cinder blocks, so she just took two tires off of. My okay, <laughs> and this is a woman who's my best friend was in my wedding. I am still friends. So with you're her. still friends. Okay, that was going to be the next question for yeah. you. <laughs> um, she rolled the tires into my bedroom. She flipped the mattress. She toilet papered it, and she threw mylar confetti. Oh god, over everything. Oh my god. And I, I, I moved that confetti like three apartments easily, oh so multiple god. states. They, I would just That's like amazing. Find it. Yeah. That is amazing. Okay, so what? First of all, what? I mean. I was a little what impressed you, by the by the that, I was like slow clap. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. So I, did, I mean, did you freak out? I was. I was. Were you so mad shocked. or were you just like? Well, I didn't even know about the original prank, and I just walk into my bedroom, and my roommate <laughs> is snickering, and I was like, "What is going on?" And she's like, "Oh, I toilet papered their car and shaving creamed it," and I was like, "Okay, but I didn't do any of this stuff, guys. <laughs> like, this was not my fault." Oh my! I, yeah. I guess. Well, you know what? Like, I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, oh, my God, I would have gone crazy. But actually, no, I don't think I would have because when I was in college, um, and now I feel actually so much better about this story that happened to me. When I was in college, um, one of my roommate's boyfriends was over at our suite. So we lived in, like, a suite, which was essentially uh, an apartment that was just Barnard-owned housing right. in New York because New York housing is weird. Um, and so we lived in, in a suite that was basically an apartment. I had my own room and my, um, one of my roommates, boyfriends was in who I was good friends with, yeah. which I think is pertinent to the story, uh, was in our kitchen and I was hanging out with him and I was teasing him about losing his hair, which nice. I, yeah, <laughs> I was 20. Like I didn't, 20. yeah, I didn't know that that was like 
a thing that you just never tease about and he wasn't even losing his hair i was just like joshing him and but i do remember that that was specifically what it was about and he got he grabbed the fire extinguisher i know and he fire extinguished my room and it was a wreck i mean it went because he just thought he i mean in in like total fairness to him he really just he didn't he didn't know that it was gonna the spray was gonna extend out so far and cover my whole room he just thought it was gonna be like a little foam he thought it was like shaving shaving cream yeah Yeah. or silly string yeah um and so it was a total mess but i didn't even get i didn't even get i mean i was annoyed and that's a wet mess like the mylar glitter is a dry mess right i was annoyed but i didn't even get really all that mad i was just like just help me clean it up and we cleaned it up and it was fine so like yeah i think you know in college maybe you do have just a better if someone did that to me now it's not your house it's not your house like it's not yeah but it was my stuff i mean so i mean if someone i'm first of all no one would do that to me i think they would be your worst i mean they would be i think they would just be I, i think they would just be so scared I think people are more scared of me than they <laughs> than they should be. Maybe well, you have this but knowledge that you they don't. have. But I'm also happy to like let it let the fear ride if yeah. it means that it, people won't like trash my house because they think it's funny. Um, right. So okay, I actually I so I have some ideas of how Kate could have cleaned that mylar glitter up. Um, but first, I'm going to have her read our reader question, which is also about glitter cleanup and and is very very funny. <laughs> Um, All right. And then we'll talk about what to do about the scourge of glitter. So um, this is from Reader Dave. Hi, Dave. Hi, Dave. I really enjoy your columns. As a Virgo, uh, this guy, I already like this guy. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, I have to say, like, I usually cut out kind of the, the opening at, like, people are so nice when they email me, and but I cut out generally the opening, like, accolades because I don't need to praise myself. But I didn't, I didn't want to lose this part. I left the praise in so you could hear the part about him being a Virgo because uh, it really spoke to my like spooky heart. Mercury is out of retrograde tomorrow. Oh, thank God. Yeah, we're good, you guys. We're almost good. Because Well, this one hasn't been that bad, but the last yeah. one, oh my, the last one was I like I had a hit a tech thing. Mm-hmm. I'm every, every piece of equipment, every computer, every telephone, every TV I have went haywire for like six weeks. And oh I was just gosh. like tearing my hair out. Ugh. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. Okay. Mr. Damn that Mercury. <laughs> All right, Mr. Virgo. Um, As a Virgo, they appeal to my sensibilities on ease of use, practicality, seriously, white vinegar for everything, and extreme meticulousness. Of course, they're also fun to read. I actually do have a cleaning question. Recently, I went to an all-drag queen tribute to Stevie Nicks in San Francisco, which is the best sentence ever. Yes. That's the best sentence ever. Um, We were entirely mesmerized by the twirling of shawls, big back-combed crimped hair, lace fronts, of course. These are professionals. And generally white-winged devery until suddenly and without warning, we were massively glitter-bombed, massively glitter-bombed. It wasn't craft-slash-fine-sand-type glitter, but more like confetti-type of varying sizes, ranging from polka dot to small shard. Ow, shards. Cleaning-wise, how does one recover from this? I was able to vacuum. <laughs> so you think the word like, recover is so perfect? Because that's exactly it. It's a, it's a glitter infestation. It's like moth. I think it's slash and burn at this point. Um, I was able to vacuum most of it up from my upholstery, but clothing presents another problem. Do I throw it in the washer and dryer straight away? I've employed lint rollers with varying degrees of success, but was wondering if there was a better way to go about it. Thanks so much. Dave. All right. So I love I love this question. I love this question mostly because it has this origins in Night of a Thousand Stevies, which I, I'm a, I'm a I'm a Stevie yeah, girl. So real. our our mutual friend Tyler Coates mm-hmm. uh, always <laughs> ha, has had like long held this theory that he's a Christine and I'm a Stevie. <gasps> no, I didn't. Oh, that's yeah. Amazing. So you love that because yep. you, you know Tyler. Um, 
And so, yes, but I'm very definitely a Stevie. I can I'm, so see this. I'm very definitely, you know, a, a dolman sleeve, reading the tarot by the light of the moon kind of gal. Mm-hmm. So, um, which maybe maybe doesn't really fit with a clean person thing, but I, I love it. I love mentioning it because I think that it like kind of smashes this notion you that people have. Yeah, but this notion that people have of, of clean people as being this like very like uptight, anal, type mm-hmm. A personality, humorless, blah, blah, blah. Like, and yeah, I'm probably those first three things. I'm definitely not humorless. For sure. Um, I have a pretty, I think, a pretty good sense of humor. Yeah. So anyway, but yes, I'm also very spooky. Uh, and, and, you Spiritual know. Spiritual in a, well, worldly way. Like a world spirit way. Yeah, I read the tarot. I mean, right. you know. That's what we're going to do a, after the podcast. Yeah, I have, I have a crystal collection. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so I, so and I love Stevie Nicks and I love Night of a Thousand Stevie and all this. So this is great. So I have a couple. I have a couple of things. And 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 the answer is for the first answer is no. Don't immediately turn to the washer and definitely don't immediately turn to the dryer because what I'm worried is going to oh. happen, especially in the dryer, is that any leftover glitter is going to melt, melt. into the clothes. Oh no! So that that's going to be, I think, the last step that I'm going to eventually yes, wash the clothes by all means. Yes, you have to wash the clothes at some point. Yeah. in your life um so i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you a couple of the weirdo tips and tricks that i have up my stevie sleeveys <laughs> for glitter removal i'm gonna start with the first one it's so weird and i love it um which is to use either silly putty or play-doh oh yeah to roll over surfaces it's a more tacky lint roller yes yeah um and then the cool thing about that is that you end up with glittered silly putty <laughs> or play-doh and who doesn't want glittered silly putty in there i know i want some I'm, i, I mean, might i might go throw some glitter around not in my home but in someone else's home it's diy glitter silly putty because i'm yeah. sure they sell it yeah just yeah. so i can you know roll up some roll up some glitter and have some some glittered putty um so there there's one thing to do so and that will work on clothes um it's that's actually one a trick that i like even better for getting it off your your skin you know when the glitter like actually just physically like bonds itself to your skin Mm -hmm. um that's a that's a pain free way to get rid of it. The other thing um, are the lint rollers will are will work yes, but they can take a long time and a lot of sheets, and a lot of patience. Um, they make jumbo size lint rollers. Oh right. So when you're talking about you know a, a really bad case of uh, glittered clothing, you might want to just get the bigger size lint roller so you can just cover more surface. The other thing um, that's a great lint removal trick, generally and specifically for glitter. And I learned this while working at Vogue. Oh, so, so much glitter at Vogue. So, so much glitter at Vogue. Well, no, but there's lint. In, oh, there's lint. There's yes, lint, of course. Right. So I mean, you can't have lint on you if you work at Vogue. Uh, that's against the rules. <laughs> um, but if, so if you need just, if you're like in the office and you need a quick uh, de-linting, um, those FedEx pouches that have uh, the, yeah, you just peel the brown paper back off and it's, they're big. It's a you big know, piece it's, of plastic it's a sticky. Big, yeah. Uh, and it's very, very sticky. Yeah. So it will very quickly take uh, lint and, and glitter off. Um, so if they have arts and crafts afternoon of Vogue. <laughs> packing tape. You can wrap uh, packing tape yep. the other way. Packing tape is the same kind of thing. So the, the idea is that um, lint rollers tend to be a little bit less sticky than things like packing tape or the FedEx pa- pouches. And so if you're really trying to do like a, an industrial... Uh, de-linting de- or de-glittering the, the more stickum you have the better it's right. going to work um, the other this is so this sounds so simple um, but 
it, it's a thing worth mentioning. It's just to take the clothes outside and shake them out. Right. Shake them out. Shake them like a Polaroid picture. <laughs> um, and then after you've done all that, once you've gotten rid of as much as you possibly can, launder the clothes, use cold water. Um, again, I'm worried, a little worried if you use hot water that the hot, even the hot water itself might melt the glitter in. So use cold water. Check the garment after it's been through the wash to make sure that all the glitter has come off. If it hasn't, go ahead and dry, but just dry it on low or no heat. Right. Um, and the reason that I suggest that is because the dryer itself, like the lint catcher mechanism, is actually going to pull some of that that glitter out as long as you're not applying too much heat to it to melt it before it gets exactly. Off the so clothes. that's what that's yeah. what I'm really concerned about. Um, with that. And the other thing is also to be really careful that you've checked the, the garment after it's been through the wash to make sure that the glitter itself didn't bleed. Um, oh, if it's colored glitter, Oof. I'd be a little bit worried about that. So you if it's a new disco shirt at that point, and then you have a new disco shirt. Exactly. So at that point, if it, if for whatever reason it has bled, um, just dump it in, um, in a sink, with some OxyClean or use one or, or re-launder it with one of those like shout or Carbona color catchers. Those mm-hmm. things are great and they really will work. And if you haven't dried the item, then you will be good to go using one of those color catchers to just correct whatever happened to the glitter. So those are my like tips and tricks um, about glitter. I, you know, obviously v- vacuuming if it's in your home. Maybe like a, a static, some maybe static might help like a, dryer sheet like a dryer sheet yeah a dryer sheet might help that's actually a good idea i'm i'm maybe i'll glitter some old rag <laughs> and test out various math i'm not gonna glitter my own clothes and it really will matter the type of glitter the sand glitter it's that's sometimes a lost cause yeah i mean that right. the sand glitter is i think where the shaking mm-hmm. out is actually going to maybe be it also you know it really depends on the fiber that it's gotten into yeah um but a yeah sweater, glitter, forget it Glitter is a very, very tricky one. I mean, I have to say. And so if you, it, and it's and it's tricky. Like Kate mentioned that she moved the glitter from apartment to apartment, even though she had vacuumed and vacuumed mm-hmm. and vacuumed and vacuumed. And part of that, um, which leads me to, to another, fine, this isn't for clothing, but just for if you've like gotten your glitter, your home has been glittered, um, or your desk has been glittered because you've gotten one of those ship your enemies glitter. Don't ship your enemies glitter, by for the real. way. This the is like, if I catch wind of any of you out there shipping your enemies glitter, I'd be very That's mad at so you. Mean. And don't ship me glitter either. Because <laughs> that won't end well for you if Darn. you do it. Yeah, don't. Um, so if you are going to use a vacuum, switch to, and again, this is, this is the same thing with the moths, uh, but, and actually for kind of a similar reason, switch to the hose attachment, right. um, because if you use the brush, brush attachment, then the glitter is just going to get stuck in the bristles, and then you're in a vacuum, you're home with glitter. Right. And maybe the crevice And that's tool. actually maybe going to make it worse. True. Yeah. So True. yeah, crevice tool, mm-hmm. hose attachment, anything that's ju- that's a non-bristle. Right. Because um, it just got in places I couldn't see, or I didn't notice or i was 20 and didn't care to get be that thorough right and it's just everywhere which like that's probably that's probably the most more true. of it yeah. yeah and i was just like um i could vacuum which or i could is, go out and drink which is also fine like right. 20 it year, wasn't molding yeah listen 20 year olds of the world you have my <laughs> you have my permission to not care about a glitter infestation right but you don't have my permission to not care about a moth infestation right see how i did that 
Uh, bringing it all bringing back. it all back, um, and bringing it all back went at a point where we have to say no. goodbye. And I'm so sad. Talk more about glitter. I want to talk more about glitter too. Well, Kate, maybe we will have you come back and Happy we can to. pick some more uh, crafting messes to clean up after. Yes. Uh, my guest today was Kate McKean, literary agent and my personal friend Yay. too. Uh, and I am Jolie Care. This is Ask a Clean Person, the podcast on the Heritage Radio Network. Thank you so much for listening and happy glittering see ya thanks for listening to this program on heritageradionetwork.org you can find all of our archived programs on our website or as podcasts in the itunes store by searching heritage radio network you can like us on facebook and follow us on twitter at heritage underscore radio you can email us with questions anytime at info at heritageradionetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a 501c3 nonprofit. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.